Welcome to the Viking Age podcast, the official podcast for thevikingage.com, where we cover the Minnesota Vikings. My name is Adam Patrick. I'm the editor of The Viking Age, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Chris Shad, who writes for us here at The Viking Age, as well as Zone Coverage, and bring me the news. Uh, it is draft week. We are finally here after 997 mock drafts. We have finally reached the draft week. We still got a few more days to go. So there will be more mock drafts, I'm sure. But uh, before we get started, Chris, I just want to ask you maybe what what was your first draft memory that kind of sticks with you uh, growing up? Um. Okay, so I got two. Okay. Um. My first one, like knowing what the draft was and everything else, um, I remember going to a, I don't know, it was a diner or whatever in Nelson, Wisconsin, just over the border. Okay. And I remember we were celebrating my great grandpa's birthday or something. And we had this newspaper and I was reading the newspaper and they were going nuts because the Vikings had taken this receiver in the first round of the draft by the name of Randy Moss. Mm -hmm. And then that fall, uh, obviously Randy Moss took over the Vikings exploded and the following year, they took a quarterback named Dante Culpepper. Mm -hmm. So that would be like, we're talking about first overall draft memory. That would be it. The second draft memory that I have is a little bit more adult oriented, but uh, it was in college. We got a keg for the draft. And this was like back in the day when it was like it started at 11 a.m. And it just like ran all day. And like each pick was 15 minutes or whatever. Mm -hmm. So we had just turned 21. So we decided to get a keg for the draft. Well, what happened was we got in and our friends came in and they had two big duffel bags and they came in, they set them on the ground and they opened them up and they were all 40 ounces, like 40s. Mm -hmm. So we're like, what is going on here? Like we got a keg and he goes, we drink the 40 like they run the 40. So later in that draft, that was the Darius Hayward Bay draft. Oh, no. So my friend Libby, his uh, recollection of the draft is he's like the last thing I remember was looking at the thing and being like, oh, they're taking Crabtree here and hearing Darius Hayward Bay and then blacking out. So um, <laughs> at that point, we went to go get Chinese food and he threw pizza in the oven and uh, passed out. So, um, yeah, the draft, man, it's it's always my favorite time of year. It's always my favorite time of year. Um, I would say the Randy Moss thing is my first like memory that I can remember, but I... I grew up in upstate New York, so it was kind of different for me. Like, I just heard it, like, on ESPN radio, like, driving around. Um, like, they, they drafted Randy Moss, and I'm like, I think he's good. I think he's, like, <laughs> I think he's really good, so that's kind of cool. When uh, you're a kid, your barometer is, like, who's at the Heisman ceremony, yeah, right? Yeah. So, like, you're like, oh, Jason White, he's got to be good, right? No, nah, he sucks, actually, because he's, like, right. 37. So, I, I knew he was, he was kind of good, and I looked at him, like, I, I used to like read the newspaper or whatever back then too. So when people actually did read the newspaper, mm. so I would look in there and well, I thanks. It sounds like a great profession. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, you know, online works well too these days for yeah, newspapers. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Randy Moss is definitely one. I remember having like an old, I want to say sports illustrator where the Vikings picks were in there. And I want to say it was like 95 or 96 when they drafted Derek Alexander in the first round. Um, and then I think Warren Sapp yeah, was, that, that was, was that year. And was they that passed the Dolman on him. trade that they got that? Um, I don't know, but I know they passed on Warren Sapp. Um, and they yes. drafted like Derek Alexander instead. So that's that's awesome. I got uh, can I share one more? Yeah. 
I know I've been talking all over you, but I mean, it's just fun because there's so many draft picks. I remember uh, in 2007, I think that would have been Chili's second year. Uh, the entire Peterson. draft process. Yes. The entire bra- draft process being like, why would you take Adrian Peterson when you have Chester Taylor? Um, <laughs> I remember that Friday. <laughs> getting what a, what a I know. Right. <laughs> like, you know what? If I had a DeLorean, I would. The first thing I do is go back in time and kick my own ass. Like, <laughs> just like you're an idiot. Like your sports takes suck. You're overweight. You're about 300 pounds. Why don't you go out and like talk to somebody for once instead of just playing PlayStation all the time in your dorm room? But hey, we all have regrets, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And by the way, Madden 06 or whatever it was freaking bald. Anyway, Michael Vick. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, that was 04. He was the cover guy. Oh, okay. I well, know I'm that. Just, I'm just saying every what? Well, yes. Every man through those years, you just picked Michael Vick to just be your quarterback. Run like 60 yards and yeah. throw 100. And yeah. yeah, you're good. Um, I got the sports illustrated. Adrian Peterson was on the cover and like, it was at that moment. Like I kind of just bought into it. So like the first seven picks, I was working a 10 hour shift at Menards as like a cart person. So I'd go get the carts and I'd put it in there. Well, I was in the, uh, I was in the cart corral opening my flip phone because I had set up (laughs) text alerts on my phone. So every time there'd be a pick, I'd, I'd get this text. So the Vikings wound up being on the clock. And of course, Adrian Peterson was on the clock and I was like up front in the register, helping somebody load, I don't know, a water heater into like a Buick or something stupid like that. Mm-hmm. I felt my phone go off and I like not even thinking, just whipped it out and like looked at it. Cause I'm like, did they take him? Did they take him? So at that moment, uh, I found out they took him, and I was like, yeah, like I just like cheered, like forgetting where I was for a second. And the store manager was so upset. Like we've seen you checking your phone. I want you to punch out for the same amount of time you've been checking your phone. Oh. And, uh, you know, flip. Okay. Done in, in the pocket flip. Okay. So I punched out for like two minutes and, you know, in hindsight, I should have just said, no, screw you <laughs> pay, pay me my two minutes. Yeah, you had those, my job. So you had yeah. like those, that ESPN, those ESPN alerts. I know like back in the yes. day, you could, you could download like the ESPN app through Verizon and it was like this dinky little, you could barely see it on your screen. And yeah, we're, we're dating ourselves with our, these with kids, our, these kids, they can just pull up Stephen A. Smith on demand now on their oh, YouTube yeah. and their yeah. ESPN app. Yeah. And so lucky. All right, let's get into it. Um, and hooker, you heard of him? Um, yeah, he's been, uh, connected to the Vikings quite a bit. I think Daniel Jeremiah is really the one who got it jump started back in March when, with his mock draft and everyone's like, Oh, okay. Mate, we got, do we got to pay attention to this? And then a lot of people started just mocking Hendon hooker to the Vikings, former Tennessee quarterback. Um, and, uh, so, ESPN's Matt Miller came out with, I think it was a seven round draft, which is insane. Seven round mock draft. I guess if you love the draft, it's, it's not hard to, to do, but like, and you're getting paid by ESPN. Yeah, it does. So he came out with his, his final seven round mock draft. Um, and in the first round, he has the Vikings with a number 23 pick, not trading up or down or anything. 23 pick selecting, you guessed it, Hendon Hooker. But he also included this interesting little uh, little tidbit in his explanation where he wrote, uh, quote, one of the most popular texts I've gotten from evaluators throughout the past 10 days has been some form of, quote, watch the Viking for Hendon Hooker, end quote. So, Chris, is this a big, giant, elaborate smokescreen from the Viking that is just fooling every top draft analyst in the industry? Or are the Vikings really uh, enamored with this, this, this Hendon Hooker? I don't want to call him a kid because he's not a kid. Yeah. Uh, 
this Hendon Hooker guy. This man, Hendon mm-hmm. Hooker, that's been <laughs> Texas redshirted two or three times and held back in second grade and whatever. You know, I the one thing we need to kind of realize with all of these mock drafts and stuff is like there is so much smoke going on right now. Yeah. There's a gif I already or gif. What a gif, gif. I don't know. I usually say it one way and I just said <laughs> it the other. I I don't know. But I post something every year. I haven't gotten around to it yet, but it's like a gif of Bray Wyatt, like laughing in the smoke and like say NFL GMs be like, you know, just week leading up in the draft because everybody's trying to fool everybody. Everybody has smoke screens. Everybody's trying to get people to think they're going to do what not what they're going to do, but just try to bait somebody into training up, right? So you look at a team like Seattle or you look at a team like Tampa Bay or uh, another super needy team that needs a quarterback. Yep. Yeah, like if they create the illusion that, hey, this Hendon Hooker guy, maybe they were looking at him in the second round. Now they're sitting there going like, I don't know if he goes past 23. That being said, the Vikings have tipped their hand throughout the offseason. It's like, quasi has been wearing the like the reflective shades and like giggling as he's got like a two and a seven. Like I got pocket aces. I'm going all in. Like because you look at it, everybody knew they're going to release Eric Kendricks. Everybody knew they were going to release Adam Thielen. Yeah. Everybody knows that they don't want to sign Kirk Cousins to a massive, fully guaranteed extension. And everybody knows that Kirk Cousins only wants massive, fully guaranteed extensions. Everybody knows that they're going to trade Dalvin Cook. Even their agent has telegraphed that they're going to trade <laughs> Dalvin Cook. Everybody knows that the Vikings don't want Zadarius Smith. They probably do, but Zadarius Smith doesn't want to be there, which is why he telegraphed and said, hey, thanks everybody for my time. And the Vikings are probably like, what are you doing? Yeah. They have been so transparent throughout this entire offseason that it would not surprise me if they went ahead and they took Hendon Hooker, even though it seems like a smokescreen because the guy is a fourth round prospect, according to our friend Tyler Fornis. And his theory is that his agency, I believe it's CAA, has been like, hey, let, let, you know, agents, let's let's do each other a favor. Let's pump up Hendon Hooker and everybody thinks he's going to go there. Remember last year, everybody was like Malik Willis. He's going to be a top. They had a mocked at two to Detroit at this time last year. Yep. And then he fell into the third round. So I don't really know what to think about Hendon Hooker anymore, but it would not surprise me if the Vikings actually do like him and they went ahead and made him uh, the 23rd overall pick in the draft or even traded up to get him. Uh, I'll say this about Hendon Hooker. Um, he played in the SEC at Tennessee. Uh, so that gives him an edge over someone like Malik Willis. So I would I would give him that over Malik Willis at the very least. Um, but yeah, the connections, they just continue to be there, whether they're real or not. I've seen some people say that Hennon Hooker is like their third ranked uh, QB prospect in this, this draft class over guys like Anthony Richardson and Will Levis. Um, so there's some people that clearly view him as a a top quarterback prospect. Um, I've seen some mocks where he's going like 12 to the Texans, um, probably because, like you said, the Texans are afraid of waiting till the second round when they have like the 34th pick and and he might be gone because maybe a team like the Vikings or the Saints grab him. Um, but yeah, the connections are there. They keep being made and they're not being made by like so-and-so from like the best NFL draft site ever.com. It's this is ESPN. This is NFL.com. This is CBS Sports. This is Fox Sports. Like these are people that that's the athletic. Like these are all people that have sources that talk to scouts, that talk to, you know, executives that kind of have a better idea than 
Well, it doesn't mean that they know exactly, but this is, you know, they're not just making these picks based on like, I think he might be a good fit here. Um, they got a little bit of intel that tells them where some guys are going. And, and consistently, consistently, Hendon Hooker has been uh, the, the Vikings pick at 23 for a lot of these legitimate mock drafts for the last few months. Now, you've been a big proponent against the Vikings drafting Hendon Hooker for multiple reasons. You mentioned age and his his uh, you know involvement in the offense at Tennessee, which is kind of not really suited for the NFL. Um, and then, you know, some other things as well, but I want you to kind of dig deep. Just give me one reason, one reason if the Vikings get Hendon Hooker, why Vikings fans should be optimistic about Hendon Hooker as their quarterback. <sighs> um, well, he's accurate. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, I have more. I, I just know because that's what people say when they think about Kirk Cousins. Is, well, he's accurate. And Hendon Hooker did complete 68% of his passes in college. But I have a theory on this because I thought this through. This quote from Matt Miller's mock draft made me think about this. Here it is. This is uh, from him and then the talent evaluator. He's accurate. There it is, that word again. And mobile. And he throws a beauty of a deep ball. As far as Hooker's ceiling, one NFL quarterbacks coach I spoke to believes Hooker can be a top 15 starter. Look at Jared Goff, Geno Smith, and Kirk Cousins. He has better all-around tools than those guys. The right system will help him from a talent, per- but from a talent perspective, he can be a top half of the league guy. It sounds not familiar, the, doesn't not it? The, not the bottom. The, doesn't that sound familiar to you? Yeah. So when you hear that, you say, what's the difference between Hendon Hooker and Kirk Cousins? And why would the Vikings want to get Hendon Hooker over Kirk Cousins? Because, you know, if, they, if they're if they not sold on Kirk Cousins, there has to be something they don't like about him in order to move on. Otherwise, they'd just pay him, correct? Right. It's the rookie pay scale. And that's that's a problem. Because he, here, here's what they're thinking. You are paying a similar quarterback to Kirk Cousins, who the Vikings probably, I mean, they've been on the record. They say, well, he's fine. He's a starting quarterback. It's yeah. fine. You know, and then if you get a guy who is fine, you have that financial flexibility, about $32 million, according to Overcap. You can build your roster around him in free agency like the Bengals did, like the Chiefs did, like the Eagles did. Now, what's the difference between those teams I just listed and the Vikings? So let's say they take Hendon Hooker. Well, the Chiefs had Patrick Mahomes. The Bengals had Joe Burrow. The Eagles have Jalen Hurts. Those are three franchise quality quarterbacks with a huge ceiling. Hendon Hooker does not have that ceiling. In a base best case scenario, you're hoping for Kirk Cousins 2.0. And you know what happens when you have this scenario where you draft a guy and he's just okay? You become the New York Giants. Because in the 2019 draft, the Giants took Daniel Jones ninth overall because they reminded him of Eli Manning. They put him in there. He floundered. Part of it was the coaching staff and whatever. Brian Dable, greatest coach ever, according to a lot of people. He goes in there. He soups him up. Daniel Jones runs into Ed Donatel's defense. And now the Giants are paying Daniel Jones $40 million a year. (laughs) The Giants record in that rookie quarterback window was 21-31-1. I am not done. Look (laughs) at the Green Bay Packers. Look at the Green Bay Packers because they had Aaron Rodgers. He's starting to get all weirded out. He's starting to do drugs, experiment with different things. Like he was back in college Plants. or whatever. Hey, and they Plants. said, and they said, and they said that, hey, this Jordan Love guy looks a lot like Aaron Rodgers. Let's trade up for him in the 2020 draft and take him. Love hasn't even started for the Green Bay Packers. 
And if he's good, if he's even remotely good, if he even look, if he runs into Ed Donatel again, <laughs> I don't even think Ed Donatel's on the staff, but like, let's say they bring him in as a consultant and he just shreds a defense. He will get $40 million as well <laughs> in his next contract, maybe a little less, but it's not the rookie quarterback window. The New York Jets, the team that Aaron Rodgers is going to go to, have gone 24 and 58 the last five years chasing a rookie quarterback window with Zach Wilson and Sam Darnold. Drafting Hendon Hooker is like taking your 2000 Astrovan with 200,000 miles on it and trading it in for a 2005 Astrovan with 100,000 miles on it. Oh, by the way, did I mention Hendon Hooker is 25 years old and coming off a torn ACL? So when you say, hey, what's the positive of it? You save money. <laughs> but what are you getting by saving that? Like, wouldn't, wouldn't you rather go take a swing on a guy that could be the man? And you might wind up like the New York Jets. But you know what? They're going to turn out okay because they're going to get a former MVP in there. They're going to have this giant infrastructure around him. And hey, it might work out. It might not. Whatever. You know what will happen next year? They'll just go and they'll take another quarterback. Like, I am not in the mind. Like, th this is the problem with this whole franchise. They never aim for the very top. Mm -hmm. They aim for kind of towards the top. Mm -hmm. We don't want to win a Super Bowl. We want to be super competitive, right? We don't want to, like, be the number one team in the NFC. Our top priority is winning the division and getting a home playoff game. And it puts them in the same spot every year. Hendon Hooker could be one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history. We just don't know because that's the magic of the draft. That's why so many people are going to have shows. They're going to log in. They're going to watch. They're going to blog. They're going to tweet until their fingers bleed. They're going to do all of this stuff. But everything that I see with Hendon Hooker tells me, best case scenario, he's just a guy. And honestly, as a Vikings fan, I am tired of that. Yeah, and that's fair. Uh, that's very fair. Uh, we've been scarred by younger quarterbacks recently. Christian Ponder, Teddy Bridgewater, Farris Jackson. But those guys weren't picked by the current regime regime that's in there right now. And I would like to give this regime a chance. I, I feel like they, they deserve that, especially last year after leading the team to 13 wins in their first year. I feel comfortable letting them get their guy. If it's Hendon Hooker, I'm going to have some doubts. But I'm also going to be like, hey, let's let's give them a chance to see what they can do with this guy because they gave, they just turned they just gave us Kirk Cousins best season of his career. Uh, they came in and and helped him lead the Vikings to 13 wins for like the fourth time in their history. So um, if they they think Hendon Hooker can help them get to where they want to be, then I'm going to let them try and do that. And then when they fail, then I'm going to criticize them. But I'm going to have doubts. But I'm also going to you know give them the chance because right now. They earned that last year by leading this team to, to 13 moves. So that's all I'm going to say on Hendon Hooker. Uh, and we will see on Thursday or Friday if he ends up with the Vikings. Um, another mock draft was recently released. This one from the Draft Network's Jamie Eisner. Um, his is a little bit more interesting than uh, Matt Miller's because he has the Vikings trading with the Houston Texans for the number two pick in the NFL draft. He doesn't give the details or anything that would have kind of been important to include because it would have been nice to know what they gave up to get this pick. Um, they trade up with the Texans to get the number two pick. And then the Vikings use that pick on former Kentucky quarterback uh, Will Levis. In his explanation for the pick, Eisner wrote, quote, I've heard loud rumblings that Minnesota is very active in trying to trade up for a quarterback. And they, I think they pull up, pull off a blockbuster here, end quote. Um, How'd you react if the Vikings trade up for number two 
and then use it to draft Will Levis? I think it gets back to what you just said about the regime, right? If they identify Will Levis as their guy, kind of have to give it a chance, don't you? Personally, I like Anthony Richardson as the pick if they make that deal. Although uh, Peter King has Anthony Richardson falling all the way to 23 in the latest mock draft that dropped this morning. Um, I think there's an actual paper trail connecting the Vikings to Will Levis. Oh, yeah. They made him hold a football for 20 minutes at the scouting combine. They were at his pro day. Hooker couldn't work out, so maybe they would have been at Tennessee's pro day as well if that were the case. Uh, Levis worked under Liam Cohen, who was on the Rams staff with Kevin O'Connell during their Super Bowl run and also uh, was Levis's offensive coordinator at Kentucky, I believe, two years ago. And I think because of all that, the Vikings know more about Levis more than most teams in this. And the Rams probably know a little bit about it. And the Rams probably, yes. Um, I think, like, I I wouldn't hate it. Like, even even if the Vikings took Hooker, I think hates a strong <laughs> word for it because they're making they're making a swing, right? Mm-hmm. Like we've we've seen for years, like the Vikings haven't excuse me, I know it's really going <laughs> off right you now. Yeah, that Kurt, you got that Kirk Cousins stuff going on still. The, yeah, the I've been taking that frick <laughs> all week long, man, getting ready for that draft. You just you take a big pull and you, ah, frick! <laughs> Kirk Cousins greatest quarterback ever. Ah! Um <laughs> But yeah, I, I mean, uh, yeah, this is really driving me up a wall. Um. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What was I even talking about? Well, or like they, they never take swings. Right. They never take swings. It's like Bo Levi Mitchell comes in. He's like, I'd like to be the starting quarterback. And they went, no, you don't. <laughs> You're out of here, dude. Like we could not push Kirk at all. Like them taking anybody would be good because it, it's pushing towards something, even though it may not be successful. It's taking a swing and it's taking a risk that the Vikings haven't made since they signed Kirk cousins in 2018. So, um, if it's Will Levis, if it's CJ Stroud, say, you didn't mention CJ Stroud. I was going to ask you why you picked Richardson and and Levis over Stroud. I don't know. I I just don't think like people are talking about the smoke with him. I don't think he's going to fall as far as people are like projecting no, that, him to fall. That's that smells very uh very team it's, team being like I like, want him to fall, so we're gonna. Make him look Houston. bad, and then uh, it, that team is, has to be Houston. No, I don't think so because he has the same agent as Deshaun Watson, and they don't. I don't think the Texans want to deal with that again. <laughs> that's the that's the word on the street that they don't want anything to do with CJ Stroud because he has the same agent as Deshaun Watson, which is hilarious because it makes it look like the Texans were the one that you know created the problem with Deshaun Watson. When it's like, uh, no, I'm, 
wasn't wasn't they they enabled him, but it wasn't totally yes. uh, their fault. Uh, but yeah, CJ Stroud, like his stock has, I guess, kind of fallen in the last few weeks, but it seems very it's it seems very timely. We're leading up to the draft. It might be a team, say like the Falcons or uh, who else is in there? The Raiders, uh, the the Lions. You know, maybe one of those teams is like, I don't know about this CJ Stroud kid. You know, he might not, you know, might not be what you like. And then he falls and then they get him and they're like, ha we got him. Well, you know what I heard about CJ Stroud? I heard that one anonymous GM that I've spoken to said that he has this test every year and he tapes a hundred dollar bill on the back of his playbook to make sure everybody had read through it. You want to know what the weirdest, uh, weirdest response to that was? Yes, I, I already know. I saw it was Anthony. It was Anthony Richardson. And he looked through and he saw it at the back of the playbook. And he's like, oh, yeah, I didn't remember. I, that was a good job. Good one, guys. You want to know what the you want to know what the uh, second weirdest response was? The kid took the hundred dollar bill, gave it back to them and said, save it when you win. When I win you the Super Bowl. That's Hendon Hooker. That's Hendon Hooker. That should be that should be giving you confidence, right? Trade up to one for Hendon Hooker. <laughs> Cowards. If you really Bryce love him that much, you trade up Who to one. Bryce Young? Drive the point. Leave no doubt. I think I saw, I think it was what, Mark Tressman today. His, his, he's with like the 33rd team or whatever, and his, his quarterback rankings posted today. And uh, I think he had Will Levis at like seven and CJ Stroud at like number one. And Hendon Hooker and all them are in there somewhere. But I was like, Will Levis at seven? Who's who's in front of him? What does Chris Sims think? He was a big Kellen Mond guy. He likes, I think he likes Hendon Hooker. I think he likes him. I think he's number four. Avoid. Yeah. Avoid, avoid, avoid. Or like Dorian Thompson Robinson's number four and Hendon Hooker's like number two or three. Yeah, I'm telling you guys right now, Kellen Mond, he is better than Trevor Lawrence. You uh, like I he, I would have taken him number one overall. I don't know what these teams are doing. Like, I don't know. Don't trust the dude that once ruptured his spleen on the field. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, but, he's uh, yeah, I mean, nepotism. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he talks to his dad like with these quarterback? Hey, dad, what do you think about this quarterback? He's not known for the greatest opinion. Or like Jax Collinsworth. Like, here's a guy whose dad worked in broadcasting, and now he's got a big job on NBC. He does pretty good, though. I would say he does good work, uh, Collinsworth or whatever. The younger one, because he does, I think he does play-by-play. And I think he's doing XF, is it XF? No, he's doing USFL. Um, and sometimes he's going to have Mr. Kyle Rudolph in the booth. So uh, let's give a little uh, work in He there. doesn't strike me as, like, a color no he doesn't but you know he's getting an opportunity it's usfl it's not like a lot of people are gonna be watching so they're like all right we'll give this guy a shot and uh, see what happens i think um cam jordan's also doing it and uh okay somebody else i could see cam jordan doing that he's a talker yeah. um yeah. And, and a couple other people too um all right so we got we got we got these two mock drafts we got ken and hook Hen and hooker in the first one and will levis oh oh last thing would it even be smart for the vikings to trade up to the number two pick, given how much they still have to fix their roster and the assets they'd be giving up for possibly move up. Because you're thinking multiple first round picks, possibly more picks in this year's draft, and then maybe even a player, maybe like Daniel Hunter, who, uh, you know, from Houston, just to throw that out there. If they believe in a guy, right. I think they should do it. Like, you have to be, don't do it because, oh my God, we got to have a quarterback. Like Carolina. Carolina was just like, oh my God, we got to find a quarterback in this. Well, they, Trade up to one. They, Trade up they to one, one now. They need one, yes. Yeah. But like they they did it out of desperation, right? Yeah. I don't want the Vikings to do that. Yeah. I want the Vikings to identify a guy and be and if that's the guy, if they have to move up to two to get him, you do it. Because if you have that guy, we were just talking about with Mahomes and like 
Hertz and all those yeah. other guys. If you find the guy that is a game changer, you know, you just fill out the roster through free agency. You go, you throw some money around because you'll have it to spend and you elevate that prospect. And, you know, if he reaches that Burrow, Mahomes, Hertz type of level, then you then you have a champagne problem, basically. Oh, we don't have any first rounders, but we have all our other picks. We can build around them and we have a whole bunch of free agency to just plop guys in. So, all right, uh, we're just going to go real quick by position groups. Um, we're going to do some over under here, over under hat zero point, well, I guess point five for each position group because so they're either going to draft zero or one or more uh, for each position group. And I got, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen position groups. Um, we'll just go over them one by one. And you say over or under zero and a half. Uh, we'll start with quarterback. I have to point out, like when I was preparing for this, this is really hard because I was like, yeah, yeah, over, over. And I'm like, oh, yeah, the Vikings only have five. Yeah, yeah. Picks. Oh, I forgot to mention that. Yeah. Vikings <laughs> only have five. Picks. Right now, right now, right now. They could get, they could get more. So I, I don't know if I have to be super ultra conservative. No. Um, quarterbacks, I'm going to say over. I think they take a quarterback not in the first round. I think they do it in the rounds. Yeah, I'll go over with that too. I think that's pretty obvious with the moves that they made with Kirk Cousins uh, this year that they, uh, I mean, they did sign Nick Mullins to a two-year deal, so you know maybe they're maybe they're thank God maybe they're gonna he's he's the he's the next in line yeah maybe he's the man <laughs> uh, running back over because I think the Vikings are trading Dalvin okay. Cook yeah well he's gone Dalvin Cook's gone no matter what even whether they trade him or release him like they said they're gonna do if they don't trade him um, I'm gonna go under because I think they're gonna wait uh, and see if they can get any undrafted guys because um, I think they're confident. And Ty Chandler, um, and they just resigned Alexander Madison. Uh, wide receivers, um, over. Yeah, for sure, definitely, definitely over. I think they draft one. I don't know when it's going to be though. I I think day day one or day two. I think day three is too late. I think you don't have you got Jalen Naylor last year in like what the fifth round. That's that's your day three guy. If you want a receiver to make an impact, I think you need day one or day two. Uh, tight end under. Yeah, I think they're they're good. They got. I got Johnny Munt. They can slam some beers right, too, right? man. I don't know. If oh, you I didn't saw even that, ask you that. I, I forgot that, yeah. that opening question um, about TJ Hawkinson. But yeah. Well, sure. I'll, I'll ask it right <laughs> okay. now. Who would you rather? Because we discussed this and I didn't see it on the outline. Right. I'm like, maybe he's got it like this I forgot. Thing. I totally forgot. Sure, if it was a trivia question, you would have remembered yeah, it. True. But um, I was wondering, I asked you this weekend, what? who would you rather? go to a game with would you rather go to a sit court side at a timberwolves game with adam thielen or go to a wild game with tj hawkinson and said like it's a no, the lower it's bowl a no, it's a no-brainer it's tj hawkinson every and hockey i feel like hockey live is just better than basketball live anyways it's more excitement and uh i just feel like yeah I, i've always enjoyed hockey live it's one of the few sports i I like watching live. I don't. I don't like watching football in person. Why? It's just. I don't know. It's just not. Not. Not the greatest if you compare it to hockey and basketball. But yeah, TJ Hawkinson. He looked like he was having the time of his life. It's. It's. Not, there are lots of tweets saying he was just buying beers for everybody um, and just enjoying himself. So so good for him. If he fits T- taking photos, like he was a man of yeah, the people. Yeah. Like I feel like if you went to the Timberwolves game with Adam Thielen, he would be the dude who would be like, well, I bought the seats. He, like you want to grab yeah. some beers and 
you know, or like his, his phone would just not stop buzzing. Cause like, Oh, sorry, sorry. I got another one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Pick up milk. Hawkinson um, also looks yeah. like he, he is a hockey player, like a Minnesota hockey yeah. player. He's got the beard. He's got the long hair. Like he's, he could suit up. He's probably same, similar size to some of those guys on the ice too. So he's like six, five. <laughs> I don't think he's the similar size. As like Zadino, most of those guys are like six three, how, like two seventeen was Z- or whatever. Zadino, Zadino Chara. <laughs> okay, that's like an outlier. He's like seven foot tall on skates. Yeah. Like Marcus Foligno, who by the way played like a moron last night. I just want to. What's the series? Two like, two one. Uh, two, two two. Okay. They were up two one, and then they lost last night because they had like twenty or twenty five breakaways and couldn't convert on any of them. And then Marcus Foligno, everybody's mad because. Like that's the big thing in Minnesota now. Now the Minnesota motto is now refs you suck because every time somebody goes down, it's obviously a penalty. Marcus Foligno is six foot three, two hundred twenty six pounds. So TJ TJ Hawkinson is way bigger than Marcus right. Foligno. And uh, there's also the whole thing where if you're playing a team that is diving to the point where you're complaining about it, why are you charging across the ice? Down a goal, by the way, trying to deliver the biggest hit of all time on one of the stars players, whiffing, getting smoked in the face with the stick, and then bitching about well, uh, the penalty. I did. And maybe it shouldn't have been a penalty, but why are you putting yourself in that situation? <laughs> getting up the rails here. It's uh, uh, yeah, Vikings pie. Uh, but yes, wait until they take head to head. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. You would, you would pick Hawkinson, right? That's a, it's a no-brainer. I would totally pick no Hawkinson. Like, this is so easy. I would go to a basketball game with TJ Hawkinson, too. Yeah. I, I would, too. Yes. Um, <laughs> what do you bring? And do you think he'd bring his friends, too? Sure. Like, Josh Oliver and Nick Muse are just, you guys, all right, let's ball yeah. out. The boys are here. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Um, all right, back to over-unders. Zero and a half. Uh, offensive tackles. I thought about this. If they had more picks, I would say over just because of Brian mm-hmm. O'Neill's injury. I think they take one late and I think they need some depth at the position, but I'm going to go under just because they don't have the draft capital right now. Um, I'm going to go over because um, they signed Ali Udo to a one-year deal. That doesn't mean he's going to make the team. And they have like Blake Brandle and uh, what Vidarian Lowe. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll just go over. Yeah, I think the, the Brian O'Neill thing, you just got to prepare yourself. You, just, you don't know because I think he's coming off what? Achilles. Um, yeah, partially torn Achilles. Yes, that's not doesn't to, sound like fun. Not something to mess around with. Um, so he he might you know they're saying he's on track or whatever, but you never know with with those injuries. Uh, guards and centers. I think they take one. Um, I over. Sorry, I forgot the rule again. <laughs> I they signed Garrett Bradbury to a three year extension, but there's a lot of funny money on the back yeah. end, and I think that's the thing. And and they're in a good spot because if they don't see a center they like, they can wait. Uh, I like Ricky Stromberg out of Arkansas in the later rounds. He's a good zone center. Um, they also have continuity along the offensive line for the first time in a long time because we know who the five starters are. So even if Ed Ingram sucks, I, I mean, I think they want to add a little bit more competition, but it's not in all likelihood, the five guys that are going to be starting at the beginning of camp are going to be starting at the like beginning I, of the Like season. I said, that so. even if he sucks, in my head, I'm like, well, yeah, because now the guys who are around him already know he's going to suck. So they, they're used to it. So <laughs> they're ready. Continuity. <laughs> Um, defensive lineman over. I, they lost Alvin Tomlinson. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's a bigger loss that nobody's talking about. Uh, the defensive end, I think, I mean, they need some badass shit wreckers in the trenches because I mean, they've been doing this whole Samar Stefan, oh, world's greatest nose tackle thing. He just does his job type of thing. I think that role is kind of what, uh, this defense needs, 
But I mean, you look at Vin, or excuse me, I'm getting ahead of myself. Brian Flores's defense. One of the guys that was kind of a main cog in it was Vince Wilfork, who yep. is a, a BMF right in the middle of the line, just blowing dudes up. Uh, I think they take a defensive lineman, and if they stay at 23 and don't trade down, I could see them taking Kalijah Kansini out of Pittsburgh. Yep. Or a guy that I would be looking at is Michigan's Maisie Smith, who's like, I think he was number one on Bruce Feldman's freak list. He's 335, 345 pounds. Big, big dude. Um, I think they take a defensive lineman. Um, I'm going to say no. I, I, they, I think they like Tonga. He's kind of young, too, still. They have Harrison Phillips. Um, I don't think it's a priority. I think they have a lot of guys on the roster that they, they like. So I'll, I'll go under for that one. Uh, Ed Rushers. It depends on what happens with Daniil Hunter. Yeah. Like, if they wind up... I, I, I said in my uh, six bowl draft predictions, which you can go read right now at the Viking yeah. Age, it's up and running. Uh, I said the Vikings would trade him, but I go back and forth on this because I feel like they're going to work it out with Hunter, but let Zadarius Smith go. So then you have Marcus Davenport and Neil Hunter him, yeah. as your got edge rushers. And in that case, like I think edge rusher would be taken if they acquire more picks somehow. Yeah. So with what they have right now, I'll say under, but I, you know, if they make a trade, I could easily see that being. Over. Yeah, I'm gonna say under. I don't. I don't think there's enough maybe like worthwhile edge rushers in this in this draft. Um, at least in, in the the top half of this group uh, for them to like go after um, trade up wise and stuff like that. I don't think that it's it's worth it for them. They have bigger bigger fish to fry. Hey, and don't don't worry, don't don't forget about Patrick Jones the second. I think he's been uh, on the come up. He's been doing oh. pretty good as well. Uh-oh. Breaking news. The the New York Jets have completed a trade for Aaron Rodgers. <sighs> Finally. The Jets are getting Aaron Rodgers, the 15th oh, overall pick in the draft, a 2023 fifth round pick, number 170. The Jets are getting the 15th pick and hang Aaron Rodgers? On, hang on. It's a pick swap. Okay. So the Packers are getting picked. So the Packers are moving up two spots in the draft. Oh. They're also getting a second round pick, number 42. A sixth round pick, number 207, a conditional 2024 second round pick that becomes a first if Rodgers plays 65% of the plays, which he will. Yeah. So eh, Aaron Rodgers, now a New York Jet. That's not terrible. That's not a terrible trade. No, no. I I think it's a fair trade for both sides. So, and the Packers move up two spots. See ya. Bye. He's gone. He's gone. Jo- now Jordan loves play the, oh, play the ass for the next 15 <laughs> <Yeah>. years. <laughs> he's he's like sitting there right now and like all of a sudden like Aaron probably like put his hand on his shoulder and like his eyes went all white like the Undertaker. No, well, not like the Undertaker because he just like rolls his like die, 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 die. They have, well, they just have like this like this. I don't know, like this. I want to say like a, a, a like a, a special super rock or whatever that they, you put in like your chest or whatever that makes you into like uh MVP quarterback, and he just Aaron Rodgers just took his out and gave it to to Jordan. It's Love like to, didn't Iron Man have like a lithium battery as his heart yeah, or something like that? Something like, like they that, just yeah. like plug it in and then it glows yeah. and shit. There you go. Just like you're next. Yeah, the Packers have found the okay. sauce. All right, so he's gone. He's he's gone. he's gone. I haven't watched an NFL season with Aaron Rodgers not on the Packers since I was in high school. <laughs> Yeah, I would have been in college. I remember. I remember the. Uh, he got drafted what? Oh six. He got drafted oh five. Okay. And then oh, yeah. He sat I graduated three years. I graduated oh five. Um, yeah. High school. So yeah. So wow. It's all been a long time. Thank it, God. It's jar. So like, 
I, I don't mean to kind of spin off into a tangent here, no. but it's almost kind of jarring now that it happened. Yeah. And like, I don't know how to feel it's real. about it. It's real now. It's not yeah. this like made up thing. Yeah, it happened. And it's kind of like, you know, you look at the Packers now with Jordan Love. Also, what were they waiting I, for? I hope he's not good, man. What, what, what were they doing the last three weeks? It was like, ah, nah. It's like, what, what are you doing? Just make a it, trade. It did seem pretty simple. I, okay, it, it seemed a little complicated. Maybe there were like a couple of tweaks there. Like, okay, maybe they agreed on the pick swap right away. And then they're yeah, like, yeah, well, no. And I think the Jets have multiple picks. And then the conditional ones, like, we want it to be 63%. No, we want 64. Well, how about 65? What about 68? You want it? No, no. Like, you, you know how, I mean, you play, do you play dynasty fantasy football at all? No, but I'm familiar with yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot like that where you may have like a trade, like mostly figured out. But then you have this other guy who just trades like all the first round picks, the this other owner, and everybody's just kind of like, how is he good year in, year out? I don't understand. He's always got young talent and first round picks. You know, this is good for glad I left that league. But yes, this is good for uh, Randall Cobb. You know, he's going to play next season. <laughs> he he is yes. just he's somewhere just like fist pump somewhere like, in Kentucky or something. Just like, like honey, we're going to New York. Yes. We're going to Here New we York. go. I did. I did want to see the Jets not be able to pull off the trade though, and like sign Randall Cobb and be like, <laughs> "The hell are we going to do with Randall him. Cobb?" Like, yeah. Shit. Yeah. So all right, but, Nathaniel Hackett gets his guy finally. Took him two years, but he's uh, probably very uh, smiling, positive about it. Uh, Should yeah. we get back to this like game now? <laughs> uh, I think we're going to skip the rest of it, and I'm we're just going to go right to the the last topic that I have is just. Where I want to, I want you to predict. Just give me. A I wanted you to ask me how many punters the Vikings were going to nah, draft. I'm not going to, not going to do that. Um, who, before we get out of here, who will the Vikings take with their first pick in the 2023 NFL draft? I wish I had like the ESPN chimes, like dun, 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 whatever it is. They're going to trade down from 23 out of the first round, and they're going to trade back up into the first round okay. to take Hendon Hooker. <laughs> the 30, like. 30th or 31st pick. 30th or 30th. They will. Hennon Hooker is their guy. And if they do it that way, if it works out, they'll have their guy. They'll have their picks in the sweet spot. And they'll win like nine games next year with Kirk Cousins. And then they'll turn um, over to Hennon Hooker. Hold on. Let me see who's got. Let's see. What's the draft order? Let me see real quick. Uh, Saints are number 10. Tennessee's 11. Can I ask you a quick question now that the Rodgers trade is done? Yeah. Do you think the Packers move up for a quarterback now? No. I don't think you can rule it out. No, you can't. You can't rule it out. But I don't. I don't. Yeah, they're gonna go like get Anthony Richardson and just piss everybody off. Yeah. Um, just, <laughs> I was yeah. gonna say that they were going to uh, hmm, block the Vikings from yeah. Anthony yeah. Richardson. Yeah. So no, that uh, all right. So the Eagles have the tenth pick. I'm, I was mistaken. They got it from yep. the Saints. Um, the Eagles mm-hmm. have the tenth pick. So I think the Vikings are gonna trade with the Eagles because Quasi still has some some friends in that building to get the number ten pick, and they're gonna get Anthony Richardson. So that's my. That's my pick. Hopefully, um, either either him or I guess Will Levis. They, there is that connection there with uh, the the former Kentucky OC and, and Kevin O'Connell. So that's something to definitely keep an eye on. But we both pick quarterback, so we will see. I, I think it's going to be a quarter. I would be shocked if they just like stayed at twenty three and took like a defensive tackle. <laughs> yeah. Like it would it would be hilarious, wouldn't it? Like I I would actually laugh. All this, be like all of this, all of this, this just for. Kalijah can't see Brian like, uh, Breezy or Brian Breeze. Yeah, whatever. Or uh, yeah, they're gonna take a punter. Yeah, no, it's gonna be a receiver, but it's gonna be like the kid from North Carolina. Like, what's his name? Josh Downs. Josh Downs. Yeah, yeah. 
Slot only, baby. All right. Let's get out of here. Uh, me and Chris will be back probably next Monday. I will be back on here on Thursday with the uh, fan-sided NFL crew. And we'll be re- reacting probably live to the, the Vikings pick, whoever they pick, whenever they pick. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Uh, but if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to our channel on here and like this video. Follow the Vikings on Twitter and Facebook, and the audio version of this podcast will be available uh, by the morning on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, wherever you get your podcast. But until next time, Chris and I talk to you later. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.